0: Thank you for listening to Jay Walker's podcast. Uh, today we have myself, um, Parker, Hagen, and Michaela. Uh, we're going to be looking at various scriptures in God's Word and just talk about biblical truths. And uh, we're going to talk about, you know, why does God deserve a time? Why does God deserve a time? So I hope you enjoy. And thank you for listening to the Jay Walkers. God, I just thank you so much for this day, Lord, that we can uh, look at your word, that we can talk about your word, that we can use this platform to uh, spread your word, Lord. And I just pray that everything we talk about right now is not about ourselves. It's not about um, glorifying ourselves, Lord. It's about your glory. It's about pursuing you. It's about loving you. God, I thank you so much for uh, what you've given us through your word and what you gave us through Jesus Christ, uh, having the spirit. And we're knit by built by that spirit across all over the world, Lord. And I just thank you for that, and I thank you for knitting us together here in this room as believers, Lord. God, I love you and I praise you. In Jesus' name. All right. So, Parker, go ahead. So, Parker, <laughs> since he's shy today, Parker said that he wanted to talk about um, time with God. So, and I, I told him that I think the better question or the better way to phrase this would be: Does God deserve our time? And so, I'll let y'all talk a little bit. Does God deserve our time? And then after you say yes or no, tell me why. So Parker, does God deserve our time?
1: Um, I think my opinion, yes, that He does, because um, uh, because one re- one of my reasons why because uh you know He's given so much to us like. His only son, he gave uh, his only son for us, and just take a little bit of our time out of our day for him wouldn't be so much, but yeah, I mean, that's why I think we should at least give him a little bit of our time.
2: Uh, yeah, I would agree that God deserves our time. because uh, he, like Parker said, he uh, sent his son for us so we can have salvation. And he also created us and sustains us uh, daily. And uh, it's beneficial for us also to be uh, in his word and uh, to give us guidance through life. And uh, it's just awesome to be able to spend time uh, to talk to the God of the universe and that he listens to us and um, hears our prayers and he is faithful to answer them.
0: So, um, Sunday night, I had told the, the students a story. So this is going to relate back, I promise. Um, but I told the students a story. So I was driving. It was really dark. Um, and so I had my headlights on, but they're not the best. They're good enough that I can see in front of me and I can make decisions. Uh, but there was, it was really dark, and there was a cow in the middle of the road. So we're from South Mississippi. So it's, cows are pretty calm, and they get out of the fences, all that stuff. Well, this cow was very dark, and I didn't see it right away. Um, but the lights—the lights—gave me the opportunity to react and stop, and not plow right through it and have pounds of steak on my hands that I didn't want. Um, so, uh, what are what are some reasons that that one of the reasons that I can say that we definitely need to like give God our time is why 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 would we go through life with without having that guiding light for me when the cow was there you know, I, I may have hit it if I didn't have my headlights on um, You know, I'm not going to drive I'm not going to turn my lights off when I'm driving so why would I not spend time with God in that sense why would I not pursue God why would I take out the light that guides me through life so that is one of the reasons I think just right now without looking at God's word yet why I think that, um, you know, we should be giving God our time. He's our God. He's done. He's already, you know, He's the perpetrator of life. He's the perpetrator of creation. So why is why would we take that perpetrator of creation out? You know. I also asked the student Sunday um, if they would trust me or another student. I Asked him. I said his dad has been a mechanic for like 25 years. I think he said, and I have only worked on a little white Nissan truck. Um, never done anything outside of that. So I have, um, I do, I don't have that experience. I can't take care of everybody else's vehicle. So why would why would you trust anything else? Why would you trust me? Why would you trust anything outside of God's word to guide you? Like, I wouldn't be the person you trust to fix a vehicle. You know, hopefully you'd go to somebody experience experience and knows what's going on. So why would you look to anything else to try to guide you through life other than God's word and spending time with God? So, anyway, what do y'all think? Um, we can look at some scripture if you want. So, I have given the students and Michaela Terry uh, some notes. So, Hagan's with us, Parker's with us, and Michaela Terry's with us, if you didn't know. Um, so, yeah, we can look at some passages if y'all want. Parker's on lead on this, so whatever you want to do, Parker.
1: Um, I say that we will read a couple of scriptures. Okay.
0: In- right, we can like, talk about it from there. So, Which one are you reading?
3: All Scripture is God-breathed and is used for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness.
2: At the end of that time, I, Nebuchadnezzar, raised my eyes toward heaven, and my sanity was restored. That I praised the Most High, I honored and glorified him who lives forever. His dominion is an eternal dominion. His kingdom endures from generation to generation. All the peoples of the earth are regarded as nothing. He does as he pleases with the powers of heaven and the peoples of the earth. No one can hold back his hand or say to him, What have you done?
1: So, um, I guess we can talk about Michaela's, uh, scripture first. The one that she just read. First, um, talk a little bit about it. And, um, explain explain a little bit about it. Um, so Jonathan, what do you think? Like, what's your, (laughs) um, What do you get from that scripture
0: that she just read? All right, so, um, can you read it again, Mikael? Just so everybody can hear it before I start talking about it.
2: At the end of that time, I Nebuchadnezzar raised my eyes toward heaven, and my sanity was restored. Then I praised the Most High. I honored and glorified Him who lives forever. His dominion is an eternal dominion. His kingdom endures from generation to generation. All the peoples of the earth are regarded as nothing. He does as He pleases with the powers of heaven and the peoples of the earth. No one can hold back his hand or say to him, What have you done?
0: Alright, Parker, so what is the, the most powerful image? Hey again, either one of y'all. What is the most powerful? Y'all can't use the one I use Sunday. Can't talk about the gorilla. Um, the silverback gorilla specifically. Uh, so what are some images you see when you think of power? Is there somebody in your life that you think of when you think of power? Is there, you know, what What is it? If you think of absolute power, outside of, you know, maybe you can use the cheat answer and say God, because obviously we read this passage, but what in your life you visually see and think man that is so powerful and I mean like physically strong um
1: honestly I don't know like you can say me no uh, no, <laughs> no I'd probably say um some of my friends like they're pretty strong and stuff
0: why do you see them as strong what makes them strong
1: cause they like they Become- deal with a lot not only that, but they go through hard situations, so it kind of like it's tough to go through all that and everything. So I see that as it's strong to do, deal with that. Mm-hmm. And plus, they always keep a smile on their face. So you know, that must be strong to keep a smile on your face while you're dealing with everything. So I think that's
0: a good What about what about you, Miss Hagen? I mean, you're a volleyball player, right? Or no? Softball. 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 Yeah, there's a lot of powerful Not women in softball, softball. Softball coach. All right, how how he or she he he how is he strong
3: <laughs> like parker said they get through a lot and he's going through a lot right now with his cancer having daughter i mean his daughter having cancer uh, she's only 10 and he still shows up to work and gets on his face and still works with us every afternoon
0: man so i God think of power i think of like silverback so gorillas you all think about you know, emotional strength
3: well he's really
0: strong too and he's really is he like a silverback gorilla <laughs> huh? what do
1: you think Jonathan? I think
0: about a silverback gorilla I already said it know, these monsters can lift a ton at least it's crazy so I think of that as power um and then, and then this passage you know not saying that those things don't matter like obviously you know things get hard things are tough you know we need to be emotionally strong um but this passage, what it's saying is that God, you know, nothing can stop His hand. Cancer couldn't stop His hand. Um, you know, I don't know. Uh, death can't stop His hand. Obviously, with Jesus Christ, we see that defeat of death. Um, so we have that opportunity to move to Christ, gain that relationship with Him, and then uh, be be a part of that victory. And then, you know, God gives us the ability to be conquerors through Jesus Christ. is what I'm saying. So in this passage, it's just talking about His power. So in my mind, I just don't. I guess I didn't think about emotional strength. I just think of like physical brawn, and just think about you know even the strongest people that we know, they can't stop God. You know, God has ultimate authority over the the, the beings in this world, the, the critters, the you know the little, the small. You know, He He has all His power. He's the one that created the universe. So um, it's just another reason to look at God and, and just be, I guess, in awe of Him. And, and for me, it's it gives me kind of craving for His Word. You know, like those people that are emotionally strong. But what are you drawn to them?
1: Yeah, in a way.
0: In a way. So why are you drawn to them?
1: Because it gives me inspiration to be strong.
0: Gives you inspiration? Yeah. Same with you?
3: Yeah, I learned a lot from him.
0: Yeah. So there's things that draw us to people. You know, even if it's not physical brawn that we're drawn to. um, There's things about people that we we see as strong and we're drawn to them. Um, so why is it do you think so? so do both of y'all or Michaela too or me as well do any of y'all think there may be some lacking in the time you give God
1: Obvious.
0: okay so is there so there's obvious appreciation for these people because I I asked you and you were able to answer it pretty quickly Um, so what, what 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 about God is not inspiring to you so why is it that you know, you can recognize there's not a lot of time put into to in your relationship with God. Why is it? If you're if you're if you're so inspired by these people and you're drawn to them, then why is it you're not? Why is what is it about God and His Word that may not be drawn to you? I guess
1: not that like I'm not drawn to Him. Yeah, mainly, it probably like the reason why I don't like spend all my time with Him is because um, like I get drawn to my daily uh, skills or whatever I guess you'd say. And uh, I don't know. It's just I get so carried away with what I'm doing that day that I forget what's mainly important, and that's Jesus. So I think that would probably be for me. Why, uh, what you said. So the time
0: for you is just for forgetting. Is what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Would you? What would you say?
3: Like he said, uh, you do a lot in a day, and sometimes people forget to.
0: Devote some of that time to God. All right. So one thing we know is that we see we can visually see these powerful people in our lives, and you know, we can look to God's word. And there's there's people. These are historical people. We can look back and say these people historically existed. So obviously, you know, and outside of God's word, there's texts that support that God exists or that these people existed and that they did speak these words. So for somebody that's you know, Nebuchadnezzar was not, you know, start. He did not start off as a religious person, like not towards our God. He wasn't worshiping the God that we serve, and he recognized the strength and the authority that God had over everything. Um, so we see. So anyway, we see that with God, we see that He has authority. Because his word says it, and because one, you know, somebody else gave an account, and then God Himself says it in the other passage. Which, can you read that again? Second Timothy three sixteen.
3: All scripture, all scripture is God breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness.
0: All right. So, um, can you pull? Just certain parts of that, so it, it literally says what God's word is good for. So, what is it good for again?
3: It's good for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness.
0: All right. So, Parker, good.
1: Um, like, what's my uh, point of that? What I get from that? That what
0: Not so much. What do you get from it? But like, how? So, yeah, it says that God's word is good for training and rebuking and, and right. What does it say about righteousness?
3: Training in righteousness.
0: Training in righteousness. So how how is God's word, or how is that relationship? You know, spending time with God and, and pursuing that relationship. How is it? How does it train you in righteousness? You know, and then not just Parker, y'all can throw, jump into. Yeah.
1: Well, um, I think that the more that uh, you spend time with God, the closer you get with Him. And um, I, I've heard that from so many people before. Tell me that the more I spend with God, the less I get away from the world, and um, the closer we get with God, the better the better relationship that we have with God. Um, but um, that's um, it's like you just get closer with God, and I think spending more and more time, which um, I think it wouldn't hurt for anybody to take a little bit out of their day to spend with God because you know, we all. Of a relationship with God, um, but I think that um, reading and getting closer with God uh, grows your relationship with them more.
0: Yeah. Um. So, who's your best friend?
3: Caitlin and Emma.
0: All right. Are there certain things that y'all that maybe you picked up from them? Yes. Yes. Is there some things you can like an example you could give? Y'all dress the same. Y'all wear the same colors. Yeah, what's your favorite color? Blue. Blue. Is that your friend's favorite color? Yes. Was it the same? Was it the same color from the beginning? No. No. So who picked up what?
3: I picked it up from her.
0: You picked up blue from her. Okay. So, um, so relationships start affecting us, though, right? I mean, Parker, what are, what are some things that you picked up from your friends that you may you might not have done before? Maybe you weren't interested in it before, but then the more you hung out with your friends, you started picking it up. Hey again, if you think of something else
1: to in. um, I guess I wasn't like too fond of baseball, and then uh, my best friend started like I started training with him, and then I got picked it up and stuff. So I guess baseball. Yeah, so I think it's baseball that that made me like uh, I guess you know uh, my friendship started like I uh, grew more with it what
3: about
2: you Michaela um I really thought of because me and Emma were talking about this on the way here that um which are talking like about Marvel movies and so like I had watched one a long time ago and I wasn't really big into it and then it carried a of my friends were into it and so like I don't know they got me to watch one with them and then it just like started and I ended up watching all 20 something movies
0: it was not me that she's talking about. <laughs> so, um. So let's put this in terms of the, our relationship with God, and uh, you know, we 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 said already that God's God has authority over us because you know, perpetrator of creation, and you know, he he has authority over over the creation that he created, and then we can also we look at 2 Second Timothy um, chapter three verse sixteen. It says that God Himself inspired his word so in itself or rather god being authoritative in him saying him saying the, his word saying that it's inspired proves to an extent if you if you just look from like understanding of god and then god's word himself because god this is circular reasoning to also like saying that god's authoritative and why is god authoritative because god's word says he's authoritative and so anyway, you just have to adhere and submit. That's part of what faith is. Um, but anyway, uh, so in the, in, the ter- in the terms of your relationship to people and you, you know, picking things up from them, what, what do
1: you think that looks like with your relationship with Christ? Um, so. I know one thing for me is that when I first started my relationship with Christ, I, wasn't, um, I, I guess I wasn't too happy about reading the Bible born but the more that I have read uh, the more that I read started reading about the Bible the more that I learned and got closer to God and I knew and I was able to cite scriptures and this and that so I uh, slowly started to like it and everything so I think that's one uh, of a bunch of other things that uh, uh, grew with with my relationship
0: so are, is there anything you can think of maybe with with your friends so think of something that was that you think or you thought was really boring that maybe a friend interest, introduced you to that you may have changed your mind about because your friend was interested in it. So for me, I'm trying to think. Um, see, I have a hard time not being interested in stuff. I guess musicals for me. that was I liked them a little bit. like They weren't super great. But then I, got, I became friends with Colby. He was super into musicals. Played them all the time. And after a while, they just started kind of rubbing off on of me. And I was like, okay, musicals aren't so bad. You know, what what, what what? I once thought was boring changed in me because of the relationship I had with somebody. Yeah. Um, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I'm following. Yeah. So is there anything in your life that, that maybe you shifted from thinking, okay, this is kind of boring to, yeah, I kind of enjoy this now because because of a relationship you have with somebody else?
1: mom was music. Well, it was uh, some uh, song or artist or whatever, but I thought before that uh, my friend showed I me mean. that it was Kind of stupid, but after hanging out with my friends, I was like, okay, you know, I like it.
3: Same with softball. I wasn't very interested in it until me and my friends started practicing, and then we got on the team together and played.
0: So it took a relationship in, in some aspects to, to move you to interest in something, right? Right. All right. So. I think that's a good point for the next part of this. So we, Like I said, we know that God is authoritative. We know His Word is authoritative because God's Word says authoritative because God Himself is authoritative. I know, it's like a big circle and it just keeps going around. Um, and then we know that relationships may cause us to shift into interest of something that we may not have been before, uh, for whatever reason. So my question, I guess, would be... Um, so you said before... You, reading God's Word was kind of boring. Mm-hmm. I mean, is that something you deal with too, you think? Or it's kind of boring to. to open up a Bible and be like, oh, this is kind of. Uh, used to. Used to. It's better now. Yeah, I'll tell you the same thing with me. Um, before, I, I really wouldn't. So I, I used to not like get emotional, cry, whatever, about anything. Pretty hard hearted. Didn't really care. I wasn't a Christian until I was like later. I think right before I became a senior in high school is when I became a Christian, submitted my submitted to Lord God and made him Lord of my life. Um, and so, you know, for me, it's been God's Word. God's Word makes an impact now. It didn't then. It didn't before I became a Christian. Um, but it's about that relationship aspect. So the same way you had that relationship with your friend that got you into softball or practicing with her or uh, your music thing, <laughs> Um God's relationship is what moves you into interest into just being in awe of who God is. Um, so I don't know if you've uh, if you've read let's see. I don't know, just we're talking about Moses and just talking with the I'm losing the word. Moses and the Exodus. I don't know why I couldn't get that out. So the whole Exodus story. You know, all the, the people you know, moving and then, you know, denying God and then being like, okay, God is God is good and God's got us and then denying God and that weird relationship. But we do the same thing. Um, you know, God was present in their lives. They could see God. You know, if we look at this from a literal scriptural point of view, then they visually saw aspects of God that we may not see now. Um, but we have God's Word to you know, tell us about God, give us characteristics and stuff like that. But anyway... Um, so I, I wouldn't have been moved before, you know. I had that relationship. I, I gained that relationship with God, and then it was like you become interested. Same way with the softball. Same with the music. He became interested in 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 the the person of God and what He was doing in people's lives and what, what He was doing in the Old Testament what he was doing in the New Testament. What He's continuing to do through His church, through you, 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 and me. But whenever Parker talked to me at camp, I'm going to tell a little bit about Parker's testimony. So at camp, uh, we did. I I was real beat up. I'm sorry. I I have a pride issue to an extent, and I remember leaving that room angry because some kids were talking. They really was disappointed we were talking during the lesson because I was like, I cannot believe you don't take God's word serious and how how impactful these messages are. So we were talking about community, right? Yeah. So we talked about. Uh, God's community or God's overwhelming love,
1: and everybody else gave their testimony. Yes,
0: yeah, so and we had testimony time, and then we also did, uh, you know, community time. So the big point of it was to like recognize that God loved us so much that He created a community. His overwhelming love created a community, and then that overwhelming love, uh, you know, ultimately to die for us and you know give us a way back into that kingdom community. And uh, so anyway so I was real beat up at the end because like the kids started talking and they were they were like oh let's go do this that and this and I got a little hurt because I was like, well, wow, I must be a really crappy youth pastor if things aren't you know working the way I want them to and little did I know that Parker had you know it wasn't me that was doing anything it was God what he was doing he was moving in Parker's life and I was sitting on a bench I was kind of beat up I was praying I was trying my hardest not to be prideful and um, Parker came and sat by me started talking to me. And then we ended up talking for like I don't know like three hours, yeah, close it to was late, it was a like long to time. That one. Yeah, it was it was late, <laughs> and so he was just trying to figure out his, um, if he had a relationship with God and you know if he needed to submit to God, and uh, so we ended up talking about God and just going through His Word and praying a lot, and uh, you know and, and God ended up moving Parker and transforming his life. Um, so anyway, the the point is that. You know, that, that relationship with God is what pushed me or moved me to want to, you know, show God and other show God to other people, um, through His Word and through through the likeness that I gained through that relationship. Um, and now Parker is trying to lead a podcast. He's trying to help other students, and you know he may uh, he may slack a little bit, and once in a while, but we love him and we're glad he's working hard. Um, but yeah, so. The relationship with God and the likeness that you get from that relationship. So, like I said, with the softball thing, you start picking up things other people do um, or from singing or music or whatever. Uh, It's the same thing with Christ. That the time you put into Christ, that time that you spend with Christ, um, you know, it's going to push you to that likeness of Christ. So, uh, let's talk about Jesus a little bit and then I'll let y'all, I want y'all to just go, I'm done i talk. So just talk about Jesus. You want to talk about what God's been doing in your life now? Um, I don't know. Reflect on that question. That Parker, start off with a question. Um,
1: do we give God enough time?
0: Do we give to God enough time? Yeah. So that, I think that would be a good reflection now. So, uh, do we? Do we? I would say sometimes. Like I, for me, it almost becomes a default. I guess being in in min, in, in youth ministry, uh, it becomes a default. And so it's a little different. I'm probably studying God's Word more so to have knowledge, to be able to speak to y'all, than to apply it to my life and grow in that relationship with Christ. Have you ever... I, I bring up this example sometimes. I love Taylor Swift. <laughs> love used some Taylor Swift. I don't know her. I know things about her. I know that she sang a song called 22. I know she's got a, a teardrop on my guitar, is that what it's called? But yeah, that was my first banger. Um... <laughs> but I know that um, I know things about her but I don't know her intimately you know, and that's what God's word is it's, it's a way to know God intimately so uh, Parker said do we give God enough time so I'm going to let them talk and just go and just talk about your relationship with God and you know, if you don't have one it's fine just talk about what
1: God's doing so good. Um, I guess I'll start uh, in my opinion or like for me I guess you'd say um, I, can't, I don't give God enough time as I should, um, especially lately, because I've been so busy uh, with my work and school and everything in my life. But I mean, I, I could take some part of that and devote it to God, which I should, but I don't. Um, so I don't spend as much time as I should. Um, I guess I c- could spend more time. Well, I should.
2: Well, so, I guess I was going to ask how how could we spend more time with God? Cause We already said before that sometimes we're inconsistent. Like, some days we do good, some days we don't, or we get caught up in our daily routine and stuff. So, how could you make it a priority to set aside time every day? Or um, if that's getting up earlier, or if that's staying up later, or if you have break at school or mm. just to find some time
1: I mean it's like if you ask yourself do you spend more your wasted time in your day for God you would think of all the things that you do in life or everyday the typical things or your habits that you do in life or everyday and you think about all those things that are wasted like on your phone or on TikTok or just what whatever, uh, Snapchat or just whatever, and you start to think that you could, instead of being on social media, be reading the Bible or praying or going up to a stranger and telling them that they're loved by God, you know, you think about all that stuff, and you could be doing all that, but when we get so caught up in our regular habits, it's it gets confusing sometimes, and you forget, but that's when you got to ask yourself, do I spend enough time for God? And for me, and I guess all of us, I guess we could say we could spend more time for God. Do you, think? do you spend enough time for uh, God, or uh, ask yourself that question?
3: No, not usually. I don't spend as much time reading and learning about Him and devoting my time to Him as I should.
0: Say, so, <laughs> um, I was gonna say, so just just practices. Obviously, we can think about this on a practical standpoint. Parker, you said, well, Michael, you said something about waking up early, things like that. Um, I'm trying to remember, it takes. I think it takes twenty-one days to create a habit, so that means you have to do it every day, for twenty-one days, and that's what creates habit. You know, how long it takes to break a habit? I think it was three days. It takes about three days, I think, to break a habit. It takes longer to create one than to break one. Um, so you're right. I mean we we have to recognize those times and we're on TikTok. I don't use TikTok but I know that we youth do. Um, so we have to recognize those times which I, I end up probably spending more time listening to political YouTube stuff and and a lot of podcasts about not just about God's word, you know, which that's a good resource. Podcasts are a good resource to 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 uh, hear God's word, either preached or read, um, so that that's something I think for me when I'm driving, I can add that into my routine and then you know create that habit. Uh, so I don't know what y'all's routine is like. So there's things you can fit in, so whether it be um, podcasts or YouTube or uh, just reading, you know, um, setting the phone aside, for, you know, let TikTok go or Instagram or Facebook or whatever, um, just to read God's word. So I want to brag on Hagen a little bit too. She's not the same person that started in the youth ministry. Um, she was real shy. I didn't really know how long she'd be here, uh, but I'm glad she stuck around. And she went from—I don't know—from real shy and quiet to yeah. She went
1: from like she didn't talk to nobody but Emma, and then like yep. she started a big podcast. Yeah, doing done podcasts praying and praying and talking to everybody,
0: reading God's word in front of people. Uh-huh. I used to if I would ask her that, she'd be like,
3: "No." <laughs> well, yeah, it was my first time back in church since my
0: great granny and I uh, went to church there oh let yeah, me tell that story we have to do have to it shows how God moves on
1: people though what it shows how God moved on her and all of us really you know you look back you know, like a year ago and everybody in the youth have changed tremendously so
0: pretty cool yeah it takes God it took it took us recognizing that God loved us first mm-hmm. um, so God has always loved us first and he's going to move us we just have to recognize it and love him back uh but yeah bragging on hagen before we start stop um she went from not talking much to you know talking a little bit to reading god's word to doing a podcast uh i remember we took it was the first time you really came back to church was that around camp
1: yeah it was like
3: it was like a few weeks before we went to
1: yeah, I mean she, we all spent like a week together. Yeah, that was It fun. really helped.
3: It was good, it yeah, was good. It probably good.
0: broke a lot of ice with just being at camp. Um, let me see what, well, anyway, so Hagan, <laughs> uh, she, let's see, oh, so after camp, I had them all write their testimony, um, or draw, paint pictures, like visual images that they thought of when they thought of their testimony or their walk with Christ, and I think you wrote, you drew the, painting the picture of the feet going towards the cross. Yes. So her, her thinking was it was a moving process. Um, and you can absolutely see that. You can absolutely see God has moved. And with Parker, he was a wild kid, so I've told this story to people. Uh, he started coming to youth ministry two years ago. Uh, two and a half, he says. Two and a half years ago. And it was on Halloween, and I remember that because I brought candy uh, for the, kid, the youth, and him and his brother kept standing up, running up to the podium that I was speaking at, stealing candy, running back to their seat, and did it the whole time when I was trying to teach a lesson. Uh, needless to say, we did not finish the lesson that night. But God has changed him a lot. Yes. He went from the wild child to, you know, he's still a little wild, he's still got energy, but it's fine now. He, he knows when to use it when not to use it. And uh, and now he just loves people well, and God's really moved him. And, and it's made He's worked hard, and um, you know, he tries to seek God out. You know, not just for himself, not, not just through his power, but through God's power, he tries to, he tries to recognize that as well, and, yeah. Uh, yeah so the youth have grown. let brag yeah. on
1: Michaela for a second. Michaela can brag on herself. She, Y'all can brag she, on her. She came on here like, how long has it been? Like she's been with like, uh, almost a couple, four months, maybe eight. I don't know. It's been a while. Yeah, I don't the first know. First
2: show came was November.
1: So November. Oh, uh, almost uh, a year. Oh my gosh! no.
0: Yeah. Dang.
1: I didn't realize that. Yeah, and she was like kind of shy at first too. You to to I guess, I don't know.
0: God moves people. God puts people where, where they need to be and God is good. Um, He's changed y'all and God's going to use y'all to change other people and it's not going to be anything you do. It's just going to be God. You. It's like
1: he's like uh, God Jesus. is the moving what force. The is, yeah. yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, do y'all have any closing questions and comments before no questions, no comments.
1: Mm-hmm. Other than, I guess, the viewers uh, listening, that ask yourself if you spend enough time for God.
0: Yeah, yeah, this is good. Yeah, if, if you're listening, as Parker said, just ask yourself: Are you spending enough time with God? Oh, ask
1: man. your family members or friends.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And if you if you have a relationship with God, then, uh, then just pray for those that don't, and you know, pray for us at uh, UBC. Student ministry, Jaywalkers, um, <laughs> that uh, the youth are impacted, that continue to be impacted, and th- they love, they love God and they love people because of what God has done. Um, so thank you for listening. And if y'all y'all have no questions,
1: we're close I guess that's so.
0: it. Okay, no comments, no statements, no concerns. Um,
1: yeah, I go one Okay, good. I think after this, I think we I hope that we will all realize to spend more time working. Uh, And whoever's listening, if they don't spend enough time for God, they will spend more time, and they will all grow closer.
0: Absolutely. Um, So I was thinking what we'll do is we can do a circle prayer. If you don't want to pray, it's fine. I'll start us off, and Parker's going to close us. Um, But if either one of y'all want to jump in and pray, it's fine. But if not, Parker, you just close us, okay? God, I love you so much. Lord, I thank you for your word. I thank you for um, the youth that came here just to talk, Lord, I know I did most of the talking, but um, God, they, God, I just pray that people hear the things they did say, Lord, that they, uh, they're they impact, impacted by what you've done through them, God. God, again, you're so good. Your worth is enormous. God, we can't even fathom what you've done for us through Jesus and God through your word. God, I just pray we love you first and we love people as well because of what you've done and what you do through us. God I thank you for your spirit uh, just knitting us together, um, giving us wisdom and God you know, we couldn't couldn't read your word and we couldn't love you without um, God that conviction and that spirit that you've given us and God I just love you so much for that God you are good and you're worth our praise and our time in Jesus name
2: God thank you for letting us uh, come here and just talk about your word and Talk about how awesome you are and how worthy you are for us to devote our time to you and to worship you and to seek guidance in your word and just to learn more about your character. Um, God, thank you for how you've uh, grown each of us, and I just pray that we continue to grow as we uh, read your word and spend time in prayer with you. Uh, God, I just uh, pray that we would not uh, neglect opportunity to uh, be in your word and that we would make time and even if we have busy schedules to uh, spend with you thank you for being so good
1: and for loving us
2: dear god
1: thank you for um one of well many of the blessings that you have blessed me And everybody in this room, Lord, um, I just want to thank you so much for um, giving up your only son for us, Lord, so that we can sin every day but also be forgiven. Lord, um, thank you for everybody here today um, in this podcast and everybody who's listening. um, Lord, I pray that we have impact their lives, Lord, that they will take this and share it um, throughout their lives and it will continue to just be shared um Lord I ask that we all take it home and Lord that we all go home or wherever we go uh tonight Lord that we um spend more time with you Lord that we give our we give up our unnecessary things in our everyday life lord and we um put them towards you Lord and I'm um, thank you for everybody here today and everything you've done for each and every one of us and in your name we pray amen amen, amen.